Welcome to the end of season two of Overcoming Working Mum Burnout. I'm your host, Dr. Jacqueline Kerr, mum, burnout survivor, behavior change scientist, and TEDx speaker. On this podcast, I interview international burnout experts, HR and DEI leaders, and lifestyle coaches to find out how we can create individual, organizational, and cultural change to prevent burnout. When mums thrive, the world benefits. Please take a moment to watch my TEDx talk. The YouTube link is in the show description, and my talk is called How to Stop Burnout Before It Starts. And please download my free guide to spotting burnout in your employees on my website, drjacquelinekerr.com. Summer is here. Actually, it's the end of July. So we're more than halfway through. Goodness, season two has dragged on for sure. Starting in January and ending in July. I kept adding more guests. I kept adding more mini episode. What a roller coaster seven months. So let's start with January. COVID was still keeping most things contained. And I turned 50. We couldn't celebrate much. Anyway, I decided I'll be 50 for a whole decade. So I have 10 years to work out how to celebrate. Actually, one of my goals was to do 50 walks with friends. I've done about five. Exercise has been a real challenge these last few months. Just finding time and motivation in a way I have not struggled before. Maybe that's being 50. But I also think that it's a conscious choice to have more self-compassion. So beating myself up is not of a motivating tool I'm using these days. I still haven't quite found that alternative motivator, self-love, but it's an ongoing journey. In February, I got accepted to do a TEDx talk in Canada, which I then delivered in March. What an emotional roller coaster that was. But I did love meeting Jen Whitmer and doing a bonus episode with her on getting and giving a TEDx talk. So please listen to that episode. And thanks to all of you who have watched my TEDx talk, shared it, and commented on it. I particularly appreciate the comments from non-moms who also felt their experience at work was validated. In April, I did the final keynote at the Society of Behavioral Medicine annual meeting. It was interesting to be speaking to academics again. And I've now done talks for the University of Edinburgh, ICAMPAM, an international academic group, and the professor is out. Obviously, my experience of burnout came directly from academia, but I think this experience as a female scientist and leader in a male-dominated environment translates really well to other institutions and companies. And I hope my story, my science, and my solutions can ignite burnout change in your organization. This season, I was also privileged to speak with two women of color advocate leaders as they launched their inspiring new books. I created bonus episodes with Reshma Sanjani of the Marshall Plan for Mums and her book, Pay Up, and with Deepa Perthman, author of The First, The Few, The Only. Last season, I had created behavior change guides for the episodes and saw increased interest when I actually shared those on LinkedIn. So I decided to leverage my behavior change expertise and make each guest episode go further by adding a behavior change mini episode. 
These were a great way to continue to demonstrate and test my behavior change skills. And hopefully they helped you all. One piece of feedback I received this season was from a mom who shared that the podcast switched on a light for her. It exposed her challenges, shone a light on the solutions, and allowed her to see that she was not alone and did not have to suffer as a victim. She felt empowered. She gave up her unpaid roles, hired a career coach, and she's successfully, carefully crafting her exit strategy and establishing a more valued future role for herself. This is the type of impact I am delighted to have. And in this month, July, we have reached 10,000 downloads. So thanks to each and every one of you who has listened and shared my message with others. Please keep listening. So what did I learn from our guests this season? In January, Laurie Pritzman, burnout coach, taught me about setting up an intentional year by recognizing growth opportunities rather than setting up a failed New Year's resolution. Jennifer Kubler, licensed marriage and family therapist, and I talked about positive parenting and how to recognize our triggers and take a moment to pause, process them, and be present and patient in the moment. So powerful. Dr. Melissa Witt-Glover, community researcher, shared her experience of changing jobs and working on DEI programs. In particular, she challenged me to write a guide to preventing burnout as a community advocate, which I adapted last month for those wanting to advocate following the Roe v. Wade repeal. Understanding the key strategies for successful long-term advocacy is important to avoid wasting energy and to help you prevent burnout. Jess Gallagher shared her experience as a coach and the reasons why so many mums make career pivots. Her behavior change suggestion around self-promotion, which I built out into a behavior plan, was very popular. It's something we struggle to do as women, but there are potentially different techniques we can use to make it work. Jo Angel Concepcion's story was hard to hear. She experienced trauma from a toxic workplace yet turned her experience into an app to help others track their harassment and its association with mental health. Empowerment personified. In the bonus episode for Deepa Persimmon's book, I learned how many women of color who reach the top are alone and the effort of getting there has often resulted in illness. Deepa provides a vision for a more powerful and healthy leadership that women of color can bring when their contributions are truly valued. One of my favorite episodes was with Dr. Lara Kaur, fellow burnout survivor of academia, women's health researcher, and career coach. She exuded joy in her new role and provided one of the most helpful and memorable tips for burnout prevention, filtering your expectations through a mediocre man mindset. It totally works and provides so much relief from guilt when you use it. In the bonus episode for Reshma Saljani's book, I was inspired by her advocacy leadership, her rejection of the work harder mentality, and her reality check on creating societal change. Her mission is now focused on companies providing subsidized childcare and paid leave, and challenging businesses to advocate for women's rights. Dr. Rebecca Pope-Ruok, academic burnout coach, 
provided a stark reminder that our academic leaders are preparing the citizens of the future. And without female professors who are not burned out, education and research will suffer. Stephanie Chick, behavior coach and fellow San Diegan, charmed us with her focus on freedom from burnout through seven key behaviors. And Mary Beth Ferrante, in her episode, clearly laid out the mandate for both organizational and individual change, and also demonstrated her advocacy work at the societal level. As a purveyor of multi-level solutions, Mary Beth was a shining role model for how this can be done in practice. Selena Barker had me laughing through burnout recovery with her shitty committee of inner critics and her no-nonsense six steps to recovery. She provided such lucidity around our ability to reconnect with our work if we can approach it with a different mindset. Dr. Kate Murray was so calm and in control. She intentionally thought about the things she could control, the role model she provided, and how she could take personal responsibility for changing lives through actions in her control. Such clarity of purpose was inspirational. Alison Sow, another Australian guest, shared her approach to human leadership and particular discussed change burnout and how we could better manage change in our organizations. Dr. Isabel Torres, leader of Mothers in Science, provided so much data on how mothers in STEM are disadvantaged post-birth. The statistics are alarming and disparities grew during COVID. I found this data so helpful in my talks to academics around the disadvantages that lead to burnout. Toyosi Babaloa is an app developer and modeled her support of mums on the Nigerian village tribe of supporters and bartering for help. Leveraging our resources is so key to prevent burnout and Toyosi's app, Ablue, makes this easy. Finally, Alison Venditti shared her recent burnout journey during the pandemic and challenged our norms around pay transparency, pay equity, and simply that being a working mum is hard. So let's not hide that reality. I'm so grateful for all these conversations and how much I've learned from these leaders in supporting working mums through individual coaching, through workplace policies, or through their role models as advocates. I'm excited for our next season and we'll provide a few highlights to whet your appetite. But while we're on summer break, you can catch up with any of these episodes I mentioned that you might have missed. You can hear me on LinkedIn Live every other Tuesday through the summer with burnout author and coach Linda Zelnick. And you can hear some of the podcasts that I have appeared on as a guest, including Supermom is Getting Tired, Mums That Lead, 52 Weeks of Me, Mama Movement, Modern Mommy Duck, Future of Work, C-Suite, She Speaks, Mindset Revision, and So Money. Yes, I have been busy sharing my message and enjoying being a guest for a change. We'll be back in the fall, starting on September the 7th, with Whitney Cesares, the Modern Mummy Doc, and her solutions to the role strain we experience as mums. Jen Moss, author of The Burnout Epidemic and her organizational solutions to burnout. Laura Knights, 
leadership coach and podcast host of Black Women Leading. Dr. Amy Beacon and Sue Campbell, authors of the Parental Leave Playbook. Christine Anastasia, three-time mom and coach with her renewed focus on self-care post-birth. Catherine Goldstein, journalist, political activist, and host of The Double Shift. Farah Harris, coach and author of The Color of Emotional Intelligence. Karen Tischler, podcast host and advocate of part-time work to support caregivers who work. Deb Kern and Kate Rose-Zuma, authors and program leaders of Humanity Works Better. Eve Rodsky, lawyer, activist, and author of The Life-Changing Fair Play and Finding Your Unicorn Space. Mita Malik, LinkedIn leader and podcast host of Brown Table Talk. Sharon Grossman, podcast host and author of The 7E Solution to Burnout. Alison Butler, mental health at work expert and management coach. And Rushika Tulshayan, author of The Diversity Advantage and Inclusion on Purpose. These women are leaders and pioneers in their fields. And I can't wait to share their stories and solutions. I know summer can be a tough time for working mums as we balance changing schedules and additional expectations. In this time, please have self-compassion. Take breaks from social media, from work, and from the family to re-energize. And even try to organize an extended parenting break if possible. I'll be having a week in July just with my son, where we both want to walk and write a lot. So we're going to explore neighborhood cafes to change up our routine. And hopefully in August, my parents will take the kids for a few days. For those without family nearby, I know how hard it can be. I haven't seen my parents since 2019. And no doubt, we will all have to make some adjustments to how we've all changed and hopefully grown during COVID. Please take care. Please ask for help before you get burned out. And please don't feel guilty for prioritizing you, especially when the kids are at home at this time. Until September, as the Brits say, keep calm and carry on. Thank you so much for listening today. Please take a moment to watch my TEDx talk. The YouTube link is in the show description. And my talk is called How to Stop Burnout Before It Starts. And please download my free guide to spotting burnout in your employees on my website, drjacquelinecurr.com. Are you worried about your employees burning out? Are you losing some of your best talent, but you're too exhausted and burned out yourself to solve this problem? Are you concerned that any efforts you will make will be wasted? Would you like a clear roadmap for solving burnout and DEI challenges in one that you can adjust to your company culture? If your organization needs to ignite its burnout efforts with an inspiring keynote, I can talk about my story, the science behind burnout, and the science and practice of preventing burnout. From my own experience, my podcast guests, my public health behavior change multi-level approach. I can help provide a strategic plan of evidence-based solutions matched to your needs and a blueprint process to implement them in your workplace to improve psychological safety, 
reduce burnout and turnover, and ensure that your company remains a fair and value-driven company for thriving employees, where you are also no longer burnt out and instead can effectively support others. The best kickstart is through a keynote. Just contact me through my website at drjacquelinecurr.com. And please remember, burnout can be related to serious health problems. If you're experiencing physical or mental health symptoms, please contact a health provider or call the appropriate helpline. This podcast does not replace medical advice. Take care. Control your